The Americans, season five, episode nine. We have four episodes left. Stay tuned. Yeah. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Oh, Top that. This is a young camel talk request. TK's money. TK's not rocking with us. I thought you were rocking with us. Welcome, guys, to American, The American Season 5, Episode 9. This intro track was picked by Young Camel Toe. But it's relevant. Old Camel Toe. <laughs> yes. This is a very relevant song to the show because currently everybody's rolling out. Henry's rolling out of uh, Mom and Pop's house. Gabriel just rolled out. Tuan rolled out to uh, New Hampshire. No, Pennsylvania. Yeah, he dipped on in Pennsylvania. Yeah, Henry's trying to go to New Hampshire. So mm-hmm. everybody's rolling out this episode. So we brought you Roll Out. But we're staying right here with you. Right, TK? We, we stand right here. We're rocking with you, right? We're not going to roll out on you. We, we, we're here ride or die. I mean, on 420, we didn't do an episode. But we didn't roll out. We had yeah. work that day. No matter what, we're here for you. Wait, so is that why you guys didn't show up? We had work that day. Well, you know this is relaxing. She's trying to act shocked. You told her. You I didn't told know. Her. I didn't know you guys weren't. You were, you didn't show up because it was four twenty. No, no, we had work that day. <laughs> oh, you both conveniently she both she, had to work at four twenty. She didn't get the that? memo. That was in the comments. Somebody commented that they were like, they were like, oh yeah, Young Camelton didn't show up on four twenty, and everybody else was just like, fuck it. I was like, no, nah, I had work that day. I really yeah. did have work that day. I was in San Jose. I wasn't even in LA. All right, well, let's move on because I'm not even <laughs> sure what just happened, but. We have a lot going on, but it's like a lot that went on and a lot that has to happen, but a lot of the stuff that just didn't happen. This episode felt slow, like it's prepping us for, you know, the gear up for everything that's going to going to happen. Um, but let's talk a little bit about... Hey, did we do the intros yet? Oh, yeah, my bad. No you problem. guys threw me out with the music and mm-hmm. uh, apparently you guys Roll were smoking out. or... We're very distracting. I was working for Google. My name is Emmanuel Wright, a.k.a. Young Camel Toe. You can find me on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, very respectable. Hey, when he rolls Camel-toe. out. Tell me who's your main man. <laughs> Al Greg, how yeah. you look so Emmanuel good? Emmanuel Wright, TK Trinidad, we up in here. I see you have a, you actually really did take down a few buttons on your shirt. Oh yeah, ladies, a, peep it out. Taco meat, that's what I'm saying. Taco meat out. Yeah, yeah. I'm let, gonna, let it breathe. I put the A in America. <laughs> so Gabriel and Martha introducing. Oh yeah, my mm. bad. I know. There you go. See, we're so bad for TK. We always messing her up. We always messing up the I just format. Get the show. She just wants I to get over it. My name is TK Trinidad, y'all. You can but, find me on everything at TK Trinidad. I really appreciate a lot of tweets and all that good stuff and the comments. Really appreciate that. Oh, actually, shout out to Leslie, uh, Mikey P, and uh, Renee for hopping on the comments. You guys had uh, in. I don't know if you guys got to check out the YouTube page from last um, last week, but they had like in depth analysis on the episode. Oh, so it's been popping. Definitely, definitely shout out to you guys. Really, really appreciate it. Uh-huh. Sorry for the one liners, but I read it all. Really appreciate all that good stuff. TK's on it. Well, you know, somebody does. <laughs> somebody has to hold us down. Yeah. And by the way, everybody, you know, TK, did you adjust your television sets to the color? Notice the tangerine blouse, you know what I mean? And the contrast it has on that brown skin. Look, you know, look, looking very, uh, very, uh, very splashy over there. So, Gabriel and Martha. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Potatoes. Al Greg. Wait, wait, everybody. Al Greg, I'll keep it short. Uh, oh. You can follow me on Twitter at Jamaica House Doc. 
And you can follow me on IG at Algie underscore Jamaica House. Why did it take like 20 minutes to uh, eat all that? Baked potatoes. <laughs> she didn't have no cheese on top. How dare she? It looked like she did have some sour cream she or had something some, on top of there. Mm, or maybe butter. Anyways, fire. so yes, you're right. Ga- uh, Gabriel and Martha. So Martha is in Russia. She's been there for a while. Um, it felt like you had mentioned it when we were watching the show that Gabriel's kind of almost doing his farewell tour before he either commits suicide or die or somebody kills him. Mm. So he went to Martha to see how she's doing and she obviously is miserable because the one thing I obviously they didn't think about that and nor should they but uh, Martha didn't have a lot of friends in America <laughs> right. so to think that she's going to go to another place and reinvent herself after she's been you know the same way she's been like it's not changing for her to you know all of a sudden have friends that's not and you can tell just the whole process and the move is like physically worn on her right. you know she was a woman of age but she was vivacious you know she's not a bad lady she's very sexual mm. they put the prosthetics on her you could tell like with her face they yeah. try to add a little weight to her she's just looking you know more depressing a little bit frumpy we feel sorry for yeah. her well I feel too like she didn't get that that closure from um, well Philip but I forgot what his our, our Clark <laughs> yeah her she didn't get really at the closure and it was all a lie so she didn't really get to like process that like she was you know legitimately in love she thought she got married she sacrificed all this stuff for him she was doing all this stuff for him um, like all, doing all this legal stuff for him come to find out he's not even who she, she who he said he was and now she got into so much dirt that she's going to Russia and she thinks he's gonna follow her at least and he's like no this is the last time you're gonna see me like and now she's in a foreign country, doesn't speak the language, is in this, like, you know, little flat by herself, and she's, like, making do. She can't talk to her parents. Like, that's a lot. That sounds like a party to me. It's a new country. It's like studying abroad. It's all in the way you look at it, right? She, you know yeah. what I mean? She's by herself. She has no friends or family, no ties. Like, you in Russia. What I do like, though, she wasn't taking Gabriel shit anymore. He tried to hit her with the BS line, well, we're all here for the best of you. And right. he was just like, Well, she is being d- taken care of. She's, yeah, but I mean, you know, her, she was totally lied to, used, and right. strung out. And, you know, which is, I, I want to come back to that later on with some other characters. I think that's a theme we keep coming across. Right. Well, well, yes, I definitely agree with that. But on the flip side, they could have said, look, we're sending you here and set, because essentially they have almost no reason to even, you know, um, do what they said they were going to do because of everything that they've done in the past. So they could say, oh, we're sending you to Russia, and they could have been like, all right, gave her $200, and like, all right, we'll see you when we see you. So, I mean, the fact that they're actually honoring their word on the back end of it, it's not necessarily what she wants, but, you know, she's being taken care of. Somebody's teaching her language. Somebody's, like, taking care of her needs. All she got baked stuff. potatoes. Well, she got, <laughs> I think that she had a slight upgrade from the grocery store where there was nothing the last time we saw her. So, you know, uh, good for her to an extent do you think she's gonna pull out of it or do you think it's just kind of she's either gonna well obviously she doesn't seem like the type to like commit suicide but do you think she's gonna kind of adjust or just kind of i don't know what her next move is but i I just like the fact that she honestly like came to a realization and she finally processed everything that happened Mm -hmm. like this is what i did i got used and this is the situation i'm in right now and it's kind of fucked up, but it is what it is. Oh. But don't fuck. Basically, oh. excuse my language. Oh. Don't try to. Don't oh. try to like pee on my leg and tell oh. me it's raining. You know. Oh, language so harsh. Ooh. <laughs> Baked potatoes. <laughs> well, since we're still in Russia, let's talk a little bit about Oleg and his whole scenario. So he had a really um, in-depth conversation with his father. So, what do you guys think about that? I feel sorry for Oleg's dad. He's in a tough situation. And I know he felt a lot of guilt over his wife being put in the camp. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to, like, 
read between the lines does he feel any guilt like for betrayal or just the fact that it happened and but yeah i thought that was a, a really deep scene and i was glad that um him and uh, oled finally had the heart to heart right and then what about so now it's there's like a lot of things going on where it feels like stan has to make a decision to either rat oleg out and then it just seems like um kgb is pressuring oleg to kind of get in touch with stan to kind of figure all of that out so do you think um, they're both eventually going to just say, you know, it is what it is and tell their respective parties this is how you get a hold of this individual? Or, Well, a uh, side note to consider on that, one of the things that Dennis brought up a couple of episodes when he was telling Stan about somebody they eventually flipped and, you know, the guy thought it was going to be the end of his life because they were going to blackmail him, mm. ended up be the best thing for him. Right. So along those lines... I'm feeling that Oleg has always kind of has been kind of had like one foot in and one foot out. Right. And I think maybe, you know, that might be the best thing for him. I don't know if it can happen anymore. Right. He kind of missed the opportunity to flip and Stan kind of denied him the opportunity to get out. Mm. It, I just think that's that's just really interesting. I, I think Oleg and Stan are going to continue to, I mean, I guess help each other out. But yeah, help each other out. I don't know. Like it's, if Oleg decides to help Stan out on the American side of it, would they bring him... Like, it doesn't seem like they would. Like, they would... Like, how, essentially, uh, Russia's taking care of Martha. Like, they, it doesn't seem like they would do that for Oleg. Well, they won't do that for Oleg, but Oleg can keep, uh, you know, playing that role of... Uh, I didn't get that much info on him. I thought he did a good job of, of mm -hmm. playing that, just as far as, like, giving them just enough information. Mm -hmm. Like, right. I know what they're fishing for, so let me tell them the only person I talked to is Stan. Mm -hmm. I haven't talked to him. Yes, I had a relationship with Nina. Yes, I was, you know, salty about it, but what can you do? So, I got to give it to Oleg. He's pretty sharp on his toes. He knows how much to say. Well, I think, too, he's protecting himself because, like, if he gives all the information and now he has no information to give, then he's pretty much, I mean, he's still... Aside from being an informant, he's still doing another job, but this job that he's doing as far as the grocery stores and all that stuff, they can find somebody else to do that. So it's kind of like he's almost not important if they were to kill him or if he were to disappear. So I think he's almost trying, he's trying, he's realizing that, you know, he, they can take him out. So he's going to make himself, um, what's the word? Uh, gosh, important enough so they can't take him out. So kind of balance that. I think he sees that like okay, because people they that happens all the time. Yeah. So I think that's a very he he's smart enough to know like I kind of give them the breadcrumbs until I figure out what I'm gonna do because it, it seems like he's getting pushed up against a, a wall, backed up against a wall. So I and his family too, you know. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's a scary. His brother's already on a wall. Yeah, we don't want to we don't want to see Oleg on the wall. Yeah. We want to see Oleg off know, the wall, off the wall, rolling out of Russia. Luda. So let's move uh, to America. Let's talk about actually uh, Dimitri. So like um, met up with D Dimitri in the jail. So what do you think of that whole situation? I don't even think. Do you think Dimitri is going to get out? Well, Dimitri finally decided, you know, to give up that precious name. But I think there's going to be more consequences. Obviously, more than Oleg knows, more than the KGB knows. Right. And this is just just. Uh, a prediction because he keeps talking about these powerful people. Right. First, I thought, okay, did he mean powerful people who are connected, like perhaps like Oleg's dad, people who are high in the administration? Mm. I'm thinking more powerful people like the Russian mob, because we, as we all know, the Russian mob basically took over after the Soviet Union fell, mm. and you know, we basically we don't want to, you know, just go into the history of uh, of uh, Vladimir Putin and his connections. 
but basically, I think that's the unto- that's the unheard of factor that the Russian mob, the Russian crime family, mm-hmm. and how they tied in with the rich oligarchs of Russia. So you think Dmitry? It's it's kind of that situation. He doesn't want to give them up because <clears throat> either either way, he's going to die. Either way, yeah. If he if he tells you know the people who put him on, like you know the the mob or whatever Russian mob, they're going to get him. If he sells on the government, they're going to get him. He's kind of screwed. But if he doesn't tell on the mob, then his family seems na- safe. But it feels like if he tells on the, the mob, not only is he going to die, but the whole family is going to die too. True. So it kind of almost makes sense. Like, okay, well, I might as well just stay sac- with the mob. Yeah, sacrifice myself for yeah. my family. Which is an interesting question. Why did he? So why did he guys? Why do you guys think he eventually flipped? Then is it just like Oleg that good of an interrogator when he mentioned his family? Well, I think some people are just not built for jail. Right. I mean, I mean that didn't that he had enough space in there, like the, the visual that they gave us. But you know, solitary confinement. You know, if you notice the color of everything, and then Oleg handed him an apple. That apple was a red, juicy yeah. apple. How they how they did the color type thing is kind of like okay, you've been, and it looked like he was cold. Yeah. So it just kind of looked, some people are not built for that type of. Go ahead, TK. The visual metaphor. She's talking about the desaturated uh, colors in the frame versus the juicy saturated the red lo- apple. The, the low exposure. <laughs> Did you get some this week or something? Was wrong with you? <laughs> the color board was different. Forty year old virgin. I'm holding out. Yeah, he's never got anything. <laughs> Wait for marriage, kids. That's right. Uh, so he, he may also think that Oleg could possibly help him. Uh-huh. Like if I, you know, slowly give Oleg info, maybe he'll slowly help me out. But it doesn't seem well. Maybe because we're just watching it, but it just seems like Oleg can like scratch or like scratch a surface, like you know, kind of tell somebody about the situation, but Oleg has absolutely no power. But he doesn't know that. He just gave him that sentimental story about his uh, brother being on a wall right. and now his mom's a ghost. So, you know, that story kind of... It worked. Like, maybe, yeah. I'll help you out. Alright, well, well, we'll see. Uh, so, moving to America. So, let's talk about... Let's talk a little bit about... Hmm... Let's go to Henry. He's rolling out, folks. <laughs> Roll out. Henry wants to bounce. Henry in New Hampshire. Top that. Henry wants to get out. His parents don't pay any attention to him. Boarding He's court. very close to, like, you know, his new, quote, girlfriend, his new friend's family. That's mm-hmm. his girlfriend. Yeah, his girlfriend. Chris. The, the girlfriend. Well, it's also Chris. He's a, Chris, too, is, I think that was Chris. Yeah. Um, Chris and the girl is the, the three of them that he wanted to go to school with. And and the girlfriend's father's like writing him recommendation letters. So, I mean, it's, and I think that's why Philip is so torn. I don't know if you guys peeped that. Because uh, Elizabeth was like, okay, you know, he wants to go. He's earned it. He's done a good job. Mm. Philip knows that he hasn't been in his son's life. And, you know, just to take it back to like, you know, the further psyche is that, you know, his dad was missing and mm-hmm. that he's had this missing son that he never even got to see. Right. So I think that's, I think like uh, his his son, Henry, is like his last possible chance to kind of like fix things. But he's not going to fix things and he knows that so he should just let Henry go off. Well, he, he doesn't have time for yeah. it. That's the tragedy. That's yeah. the tragedy. Or is it just the fact that, because Philip did mention it, like he, he's like, okay, well, like look at this house that we're in. Like, is it just the fact that Philip's like, I've I've worked this hard and you have this great house and you're in this great community and now you want to go to this, you know, country club, but you're living well here. Mm. Whereas when I was your age, like I didn't even have a house. So, I mean, I definitely understand the whole father thing, but just on a, you know, on a almost slap in your face type levels, like I've 
literally, I'm literally killing people for you. Yeah. And, you know, this is not good enough for you. And, you know, you, you've already made plans. Like, you didn't even discuss it with me. American kids taking it for granted. He just wants a different experience. I feel him go at a boarding school, you know. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't think, especially if it's for the right reasons. Um, obviously, there's, you know, kid stuff that, you know, he's not going to tell, tell his parents, like, whether there's parties or whatever. Oh, there's parties. But, um... It seemed like for the right reasons. Like, it definitely legitimately felt like, you know, he wants to do something with his education. He knows that he's smart. He can, you know, capitalize on it and move forward opposed to it's like he's overshadowing um, Paige. Where Paige, you know, thought she was this nerd, this brainiac. And it comes so simple for Henry where he's like, oh, school's not even, school's a joke to me now. And if I want to do be successful in whatever I want to do, I need to go somewhere that's going to challenge me. So if he's going for those reasons, then like definitely go. If he's going for the chick, I'm like, mm, not so much. And it just it it makes Phillips and Elizabeth's life so much easier, right? You know what I mean, they don't they have one less person to tell lies to now, right? But it's gonna be interesting as a, the setup because, like I said, we have four episodes left. So say they let Henry go, which I definitely see is gonna happen. The next season. Well, I don't know if they're going to do like a fast forward or whatever because I hope they do bring Henry back to see. And I hope he's in the CIA. Well, or some, or something, <laughs> something to that to that effect, or that he discovers that you know he's he's like he's like a, a male version of Elizabeth, like he can compartment compartmentalize. Thank you, mm-hmm. everything. So yeah. it's just kind of like he's able to like, oh, I can do this, and I can you know, like we said last week, I can balance two chicks, and I can do this, and, and I, I can could be in New Hampshire slinging yeah. that rock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. New Hampshire slinging the rock. Slinging that rock. Slinging them books. Slinging them grades. Slinging them rocks. (laughs) So do you think uh, they're going to let him go? Yes. You think so? Definitely. But what about Stan? What do you mean, what about Stan? He used to break the news to Stan. That was his BFF. That's the biggest problem here? Stan? (laughs) Stan Beeman? Yeah, that's a relationship. Stan will be okay. Oh, no. No, first of all, Henry's not even of age yet, so... It's not like a relationship relationship. No. Uh, He's well, like a mentor. Right. Yeah. But still, I think Stan got... I Stan was treating him like a son because Matthew was pretty much ignoring him. Yeah, but Stan would be happy for him because as a you know a real mentor right. would be, he'd be like, oh my gosh, you want to better yourself? Go ahead. Okay. So many options with this so uh, Henry thing. Help us out in the chat, you guys. If you have an idea, oh, let yeah. us know what's going on. Henry's actually not going to New Hampshire. He's going off to New England to do some crazy stuff. And join the Patriots, wide receiver. You never know. And he's a talented dude, man. Very talented. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, th- actually, this little bit of a twist. So, um, Philip goes and meets with a priest in the hospital. What did you think of that whole scenario? Because, essentially, there's a, a void, which I thought, um, shoot, what is her name? Gabe, the, the, the heavy set oh, lady. Matilda Crunch, Mrs. Crunchable look like Claudia? Yes, Claudia. Claudia. I thought she was gonna be in the place of uh, Gabriel. That's what I thought. But this priest is coming to fill up to fill him in on all the stuff that he used to tell Gabriel until his replacement comes in. So which is kinda odd. I kind of I didn't know there were two separate jobs. I felt like um Claudia, like she had so so many issues and they didn't trust her that they just brought in Gabriel to deal with um Elizabeth and Philip and Claudia dealt with all the other spies. But it seems like they have two separate jobs. Yeah, for, for whatever reason, you know, Philip got assigned to the priest temporarily. Yeah. But um what was more interesting than like the other priests he's spying on and keeping tabs tabs on, meeting with um other foreigners was always coming back to kind of like that 
spiritual element, mm-hmm. reevaluating, like, how's it going for you? This job is tough. You right. know, you should pray. And that's been mentioned like uh, two or three times throughout the series. Mm-hmm. So I think it's, I don't know, man. It's just, what more does Philip need to know to get the heck out? What more, what other signs does he need? But uh, where is he going to go? You know, get the IDs and, you know, bounce to Cuba or wherever they need to go. But it's the KGB. Well, whatever they can go. Wherever, because, Spain, you know. Because look at, for instance. Africa. New Hampshire. Libya. New Hampshire. <laughs> so look, 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 for instance, um, and this was a messy situation, so we can like, kind of skip to. So Stan went to go and see um, his wife, Gad's wife. So Gad is Stan's boss. They, they He retired or he got kicked out of the, the force. Him and his wife went to Thailand. Gad got, Gad got killed by the KGB. Um, the CIA kind of kind of found a tip that the KGB uh, was the one who killed Gad, but they were trying to essentially kind of solid the, that up. So they wanted Stan to go and talk to the wife. And it's just kind of like, if they can find Gad in Thailand, That's like, true. where are you going to run? I mean, you know. I mean, you could only run for so, so and then the, the kids are getting older, so they're going to get tired of running. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I guess, and that's like the tragedy of their situation, too. Maybe mm-hmm. they can't run. So. Um, but along those lines, though, yeah, I like the scene when um, uh, Stan went to go vi- visit Gad's wife. And again, on that theme of abandonment, she was, he was like, has anybody come to visit you? She was like, no, you're the first person. So basically, you know, her husband works in the feds for all these years. Nobody comes to visit them. Right. Nobody's keeping tabs on her. And then basically Stan comes up and he's like, well, we could get revenge, but it really wouldn't be the right person. So maybe we should not do it. That was hilarious. I couldn't believe you said that. Yeah. I couldn't believe you said that. Well, I think because I think they're trying to target Oleg and Stan doesn't want Oleg to get killed. Clearly. But uh, but obviously, I think the way the feds look and probably the way she looks at whoever you can get. Right. Right. Anybody. Just get get somebody. Yeah. I don't know. That was kind of. But did you. I mean, that is kind of weird. Well, they they didn't know it was the KGB. How her husband died. So she comes back, and yeah, it is kind of weird that nobody bothers to check on her because he was in the force. So you think there might be like they didn't even bother to see if there was a connection or see if she's okay. So that is kind of a and and that's I think one of the running themes whether you're in the KGB or the FBI is like they use you up, they spit you out, and nobody cares about you once they're done with you. Well, they do care about. Well, they do fake care about Martha. Fake care. They, the bare min- the bare minimums. The well, bare minimums. I- She's she's getting meals. She's I mean compared to she's getting potatoes. <laughs> compared meals. to Gad's wife, right? She's getting more care versus Gad's wife. Nobody comes and visits her. Yeah, but so, just compared to the Martha we know. But well, Martha was bad. doing more for the cause than Gad's wife. <laughs> Martha was giving that information. Yeah, so Martha <laughs> deserves and she was giving it. that dome. <laughs> yes, she was. She didn't even know about it. Now she's eating baked potatoes. She still doesn't know about it. Baked potatoes aren't that good for you people. I learned that the hard way. Too many starches. You can't eat too many baked potatoes. Like, it's bad for you. How many baked potatoes are you eating? I usually eat just bags of them. Like, straight up. Why? Because it was easy to make. You just grab some, throw them in the oven, come back like 30 minutes later. Used to be like a after-school snack. <laughs> I, I like sick. baked potatoes. Yeah, man. The carb factor, though, is killing us. The starches, man. Yeah. Don't eat the green ones. <laughs> Oh, Twan. He rolled out. Twan rolled out. Pennsylvania. And he got busted, too. So Elizabeth, um, she felt like Twan was lonely, so she went to the house one day. Um, Twan didn't show up until like 3 o'clock in the morning, so she tells Philip something's going on. She thought he was cheating on him. 
Something. Something. <laughs> Something. <laughs> he cheating on me. He didn't come home. So uh, they <laughs> decide to get the whole squad together and they tail him. So Elizabeth, Philip, um, Norm, and uh, Marilyn, I believe her name is, they all tail Twan. Which is kind of funny because um, they trust Twan enough to do all the other things as far as Pasha and all this other stuff. So how would they figure that Twan wouldn't know he's being tailed is... You know, but anyways. Yeah, I mean, you know, and the yeah, and he and he figured out they were telling him, right? But um, I guess you know they had to figure out, and I still don't think uh, Philip and Elizabeth should take him at his word. Basically, that you know they corn him, threw him up against the wall. You mm-hmm. know, I'm going to see my old adopted family. My sick brother has well, leukemia. Well, he wasn't seeing that. He was just gonna make a call. Okay. Yeah. Well, I thought he was going to visit him, and then he stopped. I don't know. But yeah, it, why would he go all the way over there just to make well, a call? Well, because it it felt like so it. From what I've got, and of course you guys, you know, well, I didn't even say it correctly. You guys are going to correct me anyway. But from what I caught um, was that he he found out that the family that he was with before, the brother is sick. So versus calling um, the brother, because he, when he got this job, he essentially like left because now he's a spy. So um, instead of calling from the state so they can track him, he goes to another state and calls him to see how he's doing. Because it feels weird to go and see him. Like, it felt like he would just go call him, see how he's doing, and then come back. That could be it. I, I just assumed he was going to see him, but I could right. be wrong. But um, but what one of the most telling parts about it, I don't know. Twan, I still don't believe him. Elizabeth believes him, but I still don't believe him. And I still think to really follow that up, they need to follow him again and verify it. Well, yeah, well, a couple of things. They could do one or two things. They could, yeah, it, it feels like um, Elizabeth did believe him, but Philip doesn't. Mm-hmm. So it feels like I like they, they could always make a phone call. Yeah, make a phone call to like if the if it if the phone call thing is like he goes to another state to make a phone call, then they can track that down from whatever payphone he uses. Yeah. If he is actually going to see the brother, that's even easier because they can just verify and essentially have somebody call the house and say, you know, has anybody like you know we're so sorry, blah blah blah, and see if he's actually going to see the house. Which I hope they verify. I just hope they right. don't sweep that under the rug next week. So um, it's kind of I don't know. I I feel like do you think. Philip's son is going to come back into the picture. I didn't even thought about that one. I don't know. I feel like they just they just tied it up, and it's not. It's not. Like yeah, no. It's it's definitely business. a dangling thread. I mean, you could know. always just come back in the last episode, and then they do like a little backtracking, or, or next season. You know. I don't know. I feel. I feel like there. He has to. He has to know. Maybe that's what Gabriel's up to. He's like, you know what? I'm gonna bring him back. That might be interesting because Gabriel does. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't know. He didn't need to go and see Martha. Yeah, we were talking about how Gabriel is on his amends tour. Right. You know, he has all yeah. these regret regrets, wrongs he's trying to make right. So I think that's something that's very plausible. Um, what was I going to say? Also on the um, uh, on the Twan tip, what did you guys think on the, on the Twan tip? What did you guys think of Philip's assessment that this could be him? an unconscious way, this acting out is an unconscious way of saying, I want to get out. I thought that was more Philip speaking that's his right. mind. Yeah. But, you know, I don't know if you guys saw, saw that right. in it in that's Twan right. at that's all. That's not Twan. Twan's really the, for, for the cause, though. Yeah, but... He doesn't want to They wouldn't out. send him back, though. Yeah. Like, if he's like, I don't want to do this anymore. Twan They're like, okay, yeah, we'll give you a ticket on Tuesday, and he's going to get a ticket as far as a bullet in his head. Like, it doesn't... It doesn't seem like, oh, you know, no worries. Thank you. Thank you for all your help. <laughs> Thank you for your time. Yeah. Turn and, your time you know, Here you can go go back to me. Like, I don't. <laughs> and, I, and I don't think Twan thinks that would have happened, but I guess I'm looking at the way Philip looks at people's actions subconsciously. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I don't know. It feels like Philip has been in for so long. The fact that he would even possibly think that he can get out. 
they're, they're too far. I don't now. know. I just hold them in such high esteem. They're just like the dope partnership. Right. I feel like if they wanted to, it's like a sound music wanted, type thing. They go just go to another. Well, Philip did just lose his son, kind of too. In the same day. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like, man, first my real son wants to leave me. Now my fake son is leaving me and on the And then I slide. have another son. I have no idea you know? where he is. Yeah. And peep the uh, the fourth betrayal. Okay, you guys remember in the opening scene where they're playing back the conversation because uh, Philip had planted on oh, his yeah, underage Kimmy. girlfriend's dad, Kimmy's yeah. you know, dad, heard a little briefcase. He had planted a, a little mic or whatever, and mm. he's recording all of his conversations. He's playing them back, and basically... Just as a refresher, people don't remember, Kimmy's dad, he's like a CIA head of the Afghans, you know, head of the uh, Afghan war, running that for the U.S. And uh, our partners over there and uh, our, uh, uh, our proxies were the Mujahideen. But um, they were basically talking about how one of them, uh, some of the Mujahideen had gotten killed, and they were talking about, well, look at this. It was like a chemical murder. Like, right. look at all this blood. We've never seen this before. And Philip starts putting two and two together. He was told by... Uh, uh, Gabriel, oh yeah, we would only use this if the if the U.S. attacked us with nukes. Right. When they obviously, at least to me, turned around and just used it, you know, as chemical warfare. Mm-hmm. And I think, how often do we see these like minimum betrayals, these lies, or these promises that Gabriel or that the uh, agency or that the KGB has told um, Philip, and right. he's always seeing like how they're false. He's always discovering what they told him was wrong. Right. Well, I think on the on that side of things, it just feels like there's so many layers to it and Philip is somewhere at the bottom of the totem pole so they're not going to tell him everything like imagine what's imagine what's going on yeah. in in the government here we we probably know maybe if we're lucky 5% of what's really going on that and that's just taking out you know the Demo- the democrats and the republicans just basically you know attacks that are happening against this country that we have no idea. TK, about. you make a good spy. You think like a good spy. But personally, I don't know. Knowing that your handler can't tell you the whole truth, I get it. I just hate being I lied like to. A good spy. No, you're real shrewd like that. Another another point, case in point. Here's an ethical question. <laughs> Philip and his underage girlfriend, Kimmy. We forgot about Kimmy. Yeah, she turned 17, though. Did they ever sleep together? Uh, Wait, this is... The he cake. Is back in the day, though. No, no, this is current. Yeah, they've, been, they've been going. They've been. He's been consistently changing no, those tapes for like two years. I get that, but it's back in those days. It's not like now. Now it's back in. Those oh, days. you're saying context? Okay. Yeah, My context. question is: Do you think they slept together? Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Uh, as a spy, right? As a spy, you gotta do what you gotta I do. I know. Bad. It, it feels like. Um, What's the legal age in Russia? <laughs> Sixteen. Yeah, but it, I don't think. I don't think. It feels like Philip was able to navigate it around to develop that. Like it feels like she's getting it from somewhere else because. Oh, like, really? He's, he's he's still coming once once a week, but she's he's almost providing that dad boyfriend relationship where she's having you know maybe little Timmy from high school okay. knocking it back. Speak on it, TK. So, knocking right. at that, knocking at that. You I heard said knocking it. it back. Oh, knocking it back. Yeah. All right. She's Shit. rolling out. And knocking it back. Rolling out, knocking it back. Because it, it, you just see how the relationship was, like when he brought her the cake, it was very, like, fatherly. Yeah, but she bit her lip when she saw him. Right, like, yeah, like, I want some of that. You know, she, like, I want some of that. <laughs> but they didn't really, I don't know, they didn't really, like... It was sexual. He didn't really tension. give that, he didn't give that... Because he didn't notice how Philip was with, like, Martha or even, um, I think her name was Dolores or whoever the other chick was. But well, he was supposed to be married to Martha. Yeah, but the other relationships that he had, even 
on playing the different characters, like you can kind of tell that he's like doing that. Whereas her, it doesn't. It seems like it's very but like he he's also, treating her like she he would treat Paige. Mm. But here's the thing: he he also realizes that she's young. So if he does treat her like he treats Martha, then she's gonna really get feelings from you know what I mean? That like that young love, like oh my gosh, we're gonna be together forever. Yeah, but she's seventeen, so even, no matter what he does, like she's she's going to like have that love for him. And, and let's and let's talk about it. Though. More importantly than like the physical aspect, you know, it's just like you know, like the mind, emotional connection. He's the daddy figure. You know, yeah, her dad's too busy for like the her. fact that he's a grown man and he can come to her house every week, and like not even like you know how like you're in a situation and you're like you're waiting for something to happen, so you're always on edge. Like the fact that he was comfortable, he brought a cake, he was singing to her, they were chilling on the couch. He dropped a mic he possibly dropped the mic and something else like the fact that he does all of that like that speaks a lot to there's clearly abandonment issues and she's just happy that somebody attentive and older and you know somebody who know like doesn't feel like they're after one thing like you know she's he's providing that like that's what i'm saying where it doesn't it feels like they establish a certain type of relationship where they don't even need to have sex like she could she could be getting it from somewhere else because she she, she seems like that the, when we first met more her, importantly, she seemed like she was ready. More importantly, he's got this. That's that's the main thing. Tell me when you're ready. Seems like you're ready. All right, Kelly, ladies and gentlemen. Night. Take it back. <laughs> step, step. So are, do you sing step. while you're doing this, or do you play the music in the background? Round and round. Hit the back. Separate. Bring it back. <laughs> Let me see you do the love Ladies! Stuff. He'll sing to you. I didn't know how we got from the American Star <laughs> Kelly. We were just talking about Philip smashing some chick for way too long, so I had to bring Mark Kelly. You talking about Philip smashing a chick for way too long? Yeah. That was if like, Kimmy was ready. He was talking about was if like, Kimmy was ready. You talked about ready, and then I started singing. Seems like she's ready. Seems like she's well, ready. Well, she, she clearly is, but I don't think Philip is doing her. I'm just saying we talked about it for like three minutes, so. I started singing about it. So when we talk about a certain subject for enough time, then you develop a song and start singing? Pretty much. <laughs> what are your predictions? <laughs> Gabriel is helping out um, Phillips. You know, predictions like... Oh, yeah. Nah, we too popping for the lights. Now, we're after <laughs> TV. They're late this time. They're always talking about Yeah, because you were starting on the buzz you later. I know, right, you started, right, hey. you started Don't call me on the buzz you later anymore. He started anymore. singing and he took his earphones off and was like, I can't. I can't. No. And then he realized that you stopped and he's like, oh, crap. No, like, he started making some hot chocolate. He started thinking about his ex. That's what happened. Shout out to our engineer. They're holding us down. Thinking about it. How do you know he's not in a relationship? Player. No, I said it's, it's his ex. Like, you could be in a relationship and still think about your ex. Why? It's an ex. But you could just, you know, that could have been the song that they used. Why? Why not? Is that what you do? No. Predictions. (laughs) (laughs) Gabriel is helping out Phillip's lost son. I like that. I like that. Gabriel going to try to bring him back. Um, What else? My prediction, the Russian mob is the unspoken factor, you know, that uh, Dimitri was beholden to. Because that's the only part of, like, the influential part of the government or, or Russia that they haven't talked about yet. So I'm speculating. Um, 
Twan, I think Twan's lying. Mm -hmm. And here's another thing why I think they sh they should report him. And I hate like you know the whole snitching thing or whatever. But snitches get stitches. Snitches get stitches. But Twan is giving that whole vibe the whole time about like you know mm -hmm. are you doing this on point or you're not doing this enough. He's just always giving me like that weaselly like kind of like manipulating like kind of keeping them at bay. Like you know right. if you mess up I might tell on you. Just his whole attitude. So I, I never trusted him. So I just I have no reason to trust him right now or believe him. Oh, that's it. That's it. That's all I got. Oh, Henry Page. Sam. Henry, Henry, Henry. Henry's <laughs> just like talking about three characters. <laughs> Henry's gonna go away. I like the idea of being able to put him on ice and keep him safe. My thing is, I want to know what's gonna, how are he and Philip gonna reconcile? Because that's the one thing that hasn't happened. Henry's Henry gonna and come Philip, back at CIA. Henry and Philip haven't reconciled their relationship, and that'll complete the arc, you know, of all Henry's other like daddy issues as well. Wait, so do you think Henry has a an issue? No, I, I think, don't think so. so. You guys don't think? I think. No. Personally, his parents don't pay attention to him. Paige has a problem. Yeah, Henry but it, is it, it the, doesn't. The it, rock. It, you know how some kids, some kids couldn't like function. Like say two situations. Some kids they grow up in a, a family where you know everything's going awry, mm -hmm. but for some reason they manage to you know get themselves together and make it work for them. And, you know, some kids could be the total opposite. They get everything and their parents pay enough, like, so much attention with them. But for some reason, they do the total opposite. To me, it just seems like Henry is that he was just kind of, I don't know if I want to say gifted, but he just seems like that kid, like, oh, okay. Cool. Low maintenance. Like I, yeah, like, I know they love me. Okay. See, know, the, to do me. The flip side of that is that, yes, you know, he can be like the low maintenance kid. But I'm thinking there's always a cost. Right. What's the theme of this? There's always a cost. You know, what's missing in that relationship? Well, it, yeah, it might, you know, um, come into play when he's either dealing with, like, other men or women. It's just like, uh, like, no matter what, we're all a product of our experiences. So, like, you know, Philip could have been the best dad. And then, you know, Philip could have been too much of a dad. And now, you know, Henry can know. Like, you know, it just... It's a balance. So it just feels like Henry is just that type of kid. like, oh, like, I know they love me. I'm good. And maybe it's not so much about Henry. Maybe it's more about Philip reconciling. Yeah. Like, Philip is definitely the emotional one. Yeah. On the flip side, same with Paige. So Paige is the type of person that, you know, she can, we've seen her, like, we've seen her all these seasons. Like, she can go either way where you're like, chick needs to die. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, she's so emotional that she's not really, you know, you can't send her to somewhere like New Hampshire because she's going to think, oh, my parents hate me. And, like, there's going to be so many unresolved issues. She's like, not ready. Yeah, she's not ready. Henry looks like, I'm good. Like, <laughs> mom, dad like me. I got a sister. Peace. Yeah, I, I'm going to, you know, I, I can handle my grades. So let me just try to, you let know. I'm being on this TV show. Yeah. Please don't write me in the next script. I want to go to New Hampshire and do a different show. Henry. Y'all, it's too slow for me. I'm playing video games. Break it down. Catch me on GGN. Catch me outside. <laughs> um, yeah, I definitely think Henry's going to go. I think Paige is going to, you know, like we saw the, I don't know if you guys saw the um, the episode or the, the, the trap. The, the previews? Thank you. The previews for next week. But it seems like Paige is, she's, she's trying to be a spy, but she's not, like, she's not ready. She hasn't gone through As training. you said, some yeah. people ain't built for it. Yeah. She's a Carmen San Diego. Who's Carmen San Diego? She's that one black lady with the red outfit, the red uh, tracksuit. She was black. I thought she was Hispanic. No, she was black. Uh -oh. The original one was black. It was that one lady with like the big smile. I forget her name though. 
But she had like a big mouth. Like whenever she talked, her mouth like spread. Lots of teeth. I remember that. That was one of the the reasons I started watching it. Like oh my guys God. noticed that she had a big mouth. It was kind of like it was kind of like when you watch Bob Ross, the painter with the afro, uh-huh. and like the first thing you noticed was his voice. Like oh my gosh, how does he talk like that? It was the same reaction. Like oh my God, how does he open her mouth like that on like every syllable? Hello, folks. Today we're going to save the. Whoa, <laughs> bruh. Your jaw don't hurt right now. Um. So yeah, I don't know what's gonna happen with Paige. I definitely think she's gonna get into some trouble. Um. Yeah, it's gonna come to a head where you know Elizabeth. I don't know. Philip. Philip is gonna go through a little breakdown too. Like he's 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 gonna be like I I want to get out of the situation and I don't know how and he's gonna talk to Elizabeth and Elizabeth's gonna look at him like there's no way out. Like, I'm surprised it hasn't happened yet. But. I, they ha- I, he's hinted at it and Elizabeth's been shutting him down all these years. Like you know he's like well why don't we just go away and Elizabeth always looks at him like he's crazy. Mm-hmm. And I think there was one point where she kind of agreed with him but it's like well where are they gonna go? Mm-hmm. And then now Henry's gonna be in New Hampshire like. Paige is asking a billion questions. Can you imagine traveling with all of that? Like, what are you going to do? They should send Paige to boarding school. She wouldn't last, though. She wouldn't last. Because then she, because say somebody bullies her and she's like, my parents are spies. Or, <laughs> or you know, or Paige, like, then she tries to pull out, like, some move that she hasn't really fully, like, learned yet. Yeah. Tries to put somebody in, like, a rare naked chokehold and Paige doesn't do it effectively and she gets, like, kicked no, in the stomach. What if they just broke it down to her, like, hey, Paige, when you go to a boarding school... Me and your father have some some things we need to work out, and we think it'd be better for our family and our safety if you just left. Yeah, Paige wouldn't last. No. <laughs> there you go. She she could she could barely deal with Matthew down the street. Yeah, but that's Matthew down the street. Yeah. If you just put her in a different environment with some different people doing different things, maybe Paige will turn around. No. Maybe Paige just needs to jump off the plane and just see what happens. That's how you learn, people. Jump off the plane. Jump off the plank. The plank, not the plane. Jump the off plank. the plank. Yeah, go for a swim. And jump in up. with both feet. You know what I mean? Jump in. Some people do that and some people don't. Some people like, you know, easing into the pool. Some people like jumping into the pool. I don't think there's... I, I think it's just based off of your personality. Well, I think you. when you jump in, though, like, you either going to swim or you're going to drown. And most people swim. Paige will swim. How do you know that? Paige will swim. How do you know most people swim? Most people figure it out. Or they, they go to the bottom and bounce back. Or they bully it. Or they scream for help. But they find some way out. You think so? They jump off the plank and they find some way out. I don't know. I don't what know. do you guys think out there in the comment section? I, Let I, us know. I, I don't think... I, <laughs> jump off the plank. To jump off I, plank I think what happens, they, they, people jump off and then they realize that they don't like that feeling and then they either stay stagnant in whatever they're doing in life. So they stay doing whatever and they're afraid to jump off again, which is a lot of, you know, the population. Else we would have more one percenters. That's the reason we only have one percenters. Oh. See what I'm saying? But you can't have that many one percenters, though. Technically, in theory, well, but the reason, but the reason, well, ec- economically as well. But the reason why we don't, like, imagine that all the ideas people have had that they didn't, you know, use because they're afraid of, you know, losing money or all these other things. They didn't want to jump in because they've done it before and they they're afraid. It's essentially afraid of failure. So only few people are actually willing to take that. So uh, that's what I'm saying. How are you going to say many? Well. All right. First of all, <laughs> jumping the plank is not Paige going and chasing her dream. Jumping the plank would just be sitting off Paige to a boarding school for a year. Right. And then That's she, not a plank plank. That's like a mini have her plank. jump off and she realizes that, oh, my God, I can't handle this because it's two things. Or she meets Matthew 2.5. 
and she what? just stays then at she gets school. like the penis and it's all good <laughs> no she just finds a new group of friends maybe parents who aren't kgb spies or just mentors that are you know father and mother figures and she has like a normal yeah, american but we life saw what happened with her and pastor tim like it does it i don't well, pastor tim was a creep <laughs> come on i'm just saying like normal people like i play baseball on the weekends i eat hot dogs every other day you know americans that's, is that what you do no americans back in those days oh that's what i figured baked potatoes or whatever they do chips spaghetti french fries sounds make me string hungry beans potatoes meatloaf fried chicken are you hungry out there people uh, all right, y'all. Please leave your comments. And where can they find you Emmanuel handsome, Wright, handsome gentleman? Uh-oh. Emmanuel Wright, right here, uh, also known as Young Camel Toe. Find me on Instagram at that tag. Uh, also on Twitter at DearVitSpitz. It felt uh, like the. I th- Felt like they were starting the Wu Tang Thirty Six Chambers for a hot second. I was like, "Oh, I'm going." My mixtape. Al Greg, aka Young Ruski, aka Young Kremlin. You can find me on Twitter at Jamaica House Doc and IG Al G underscore Jamaica House Film. She's still shaking her head. See that? I don't understand why y'all just can't have one name. Like you guys have like, it's, it's like every episode you seem to get like you add another AKA, name. It's, AKA. it's 2017, man. You gotta have all the names. You gotta jump the plank on the names, man. Thank you, TK. Get on, get in there with us. The water's forget, warm. Forget all Come these. Come on, TK. Stop. I hating. only have one name. <laughs> you gotta have more than one name. It's the name of the game. Doesn't, TK, you got a lot of names. Yeah, name we got we got fame. a lot of different names for TK. TK Trinidad. <laughs> TK Yakuzi, aka Young Yakuzi. I'm gonna shake my head today. AKA roll your eyes all the time at us. <laughs> thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, thank you guys for uh, sticking with us, especially those folks from like episode one to now. Don't yeah. roll out. Four episodes Stick around. left. Definitely uh, put all your comments on YouTube. Go on iTunes. We do five stars or better. If you have less than five, don't bother. And you can find me on everything at TK Trinidad. TK, it's real simple. AKA. Don't. <laughs> From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 